0: It's ninety eight five. The Bull. Today's hot country with Tig and Daniel. Hey, Daniel.
1: You see this? Uh, Ryan Seacrest has announced he's leaving. Live with Ryan and, or Kelly and Ryan. Is he? Yeah. Why? He's decided to just make this uh, last season as co-host. Now he's. Uh, they're going to keep on with Kelly Ripa, but her husband Mark Consuelos will replace.
0: <laughs> hey, that guy's got to work. Sechrest. They got to work with their spouse. I couldn't do it. Well, that's going to be tough, man. They get up together at what three in the morning to go to that television show, and then they're together at night. I don't. I don't know. That's a good idea.
1: Now, Ryan Seacrest will continue hosting ABC's American Idol and his uh, radio show that he does. But isn't he also the like a producer of uh, Meet the Kardashians or something he, like he that? He was.
0: He's loaded because he is an executive producer for that show that was on forever and ever and ever. And, of course, made them huge stars. And he, he's got so much money, he doesn't have to do anything.
1: Could you imagine the stress of having to be on television every five days a week? for what like an hour? How I don't know how long that show is. Yeah, I think
0: it was an hour uh in the morning. And uh and he was doing a radio show too. He's like Steve Harvey, like they do all this stuff and they're on the radio and they're doing TV. I'm like, how is that even fun eventually? So he's probably tired.
1: Isn't it odd that whenever I think of Live with Kelly and Ryan and it used to be Live with uh, Regis and Kathy Kelly, Lee. Well, it was Kelly and Michael Strahan or something. Oh, Kelly yeah. and
0: Michael. But to me, it'll always be live with Regis and Kathy Lee. Yeah, kind of like that. But maybe that's just because we were born, you know, somebody younger than us might always think of it as yeah, I was, say, was
1: there? But was there a live with blank and blank before Regis and Kathy Lee? I think
0: they were the first. I think they were inaugural. Maybe that's what as we'll far always as I know. think of it. So It's 98.5 The Bull. Today's Hot Country with Tig and Daniel. It's 98.5 The Bull. Today's Hot Country with Tige and Daniel. So we got a new little kitten at our house, Daniel. Uh, my wife wanted a kitten and my son, you know, they did that thing where they, it's almost unfair the way they fight. Like, dad, we need a kitten. I go, no, when I get a kitten, you're crazy. You're, you're out of your mind. And then they stay on it and then they stay on it and they have different approaches. Sometimes they're like, wouldn't it be so fun? And I go, no, not really. I mean, I do love cats, but I don't want to take care. You know, we got a lot of stuff going on in our lives. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then they try another approach and it's All I really want is a cat, you know, and they hit you from all these angles and it's not like it's totally up to me, but I guess everybody just wants me on board with it. And I said, all right, you guys get the cat, but you know, I don't want to be doing the litter and stuff. That's a good job for my son to learn responsibility and stuff. And, uh, and so we get this cat and last night I'm having a decent night's sleep. And then I don't know, about two in the morning, I feel like little, what would you call cat scratches on my, my chest. Mm Mm-hmm. And I don't know if all kittens are like this, but this kitten has the loudest purr I've ever heard. It's like. <laughs> and I finally just have to get out of bed with this cat because it wants to play with yarn or something. I go into the living room, then it turns out me and goes. <laughs> hissed at me. So well, what's, I, I don't understand what's happening. Well, now. I think cats, they're just. Uh, they can go back and forth. They're, they're sweet one moment, and then the next they're like, please go away. I don't want you around. Kind of hurt my feelings.
1: I'm more taken the part of this story is where you. Rule over your family with an iron fist. No, and that's have to not beg what you it was. To have a no. cat.
0: it's like if I wanted to buy a car, I, I, I would need to get my wife to say, "Okay, that that mm-hmm. that's okay," because it's a big decision to get an animal. Okay. All right.
1: And if when you get home, the dinner's not on the table, do you also hiss or do you?
0: <laughs> All morning. So uh, the show's gonna suck today. That's my point. I am. <laughs> barely trying and it will suck <laughs> if you keep talking about your cat I, that's true i told you it's gonna <laughs> suck you're a cat guy now it's 98.5 the bull today's hot country with tig and Dano and uh, as I promised 640 is coming and on and now here we are with our jason aldean tickets with us today Dino.
1: it's trey trey good morning you're on the way to take your uh cdl license or a class or what's happening there a the class hi do you have a cdl license do i have a commercial driver's license i do not you need to get one of those for what just in case i want you to get one trey why are you getting one um, so I can get a better job. All right. What are you wanting to do? Um, I'm actually going to be a lineman. Well, there you go. So uh, you already got the job secured, or do we need to put out a good word no, for you? No, I've
0: already got the job secured as soon as I get my CDL. I'm I'm good.
1: All right. He's a hardworking man, Tiger. He could probably use a night out. Uh, we're going to play the Mexican food quiz here. Do you like Mexican food, Trey? Oh, yeah. I'm going to give you the ingredients that make up a Mexican food dish, and based on those ingredients, you will identify the Mexican food. Are you ready to go here? Yep. All right, Trey, up first. Meat, cheese, vegetables, tortilla. Fajitas. Fajitas no. is not Fajitas is correct. Oh, oh okay, answer. okay. Uh, I thought so, yeah. All right, next entree. Meat, cheese,
0: Vegetables, tortilla. Uh, street tacos? Street tacos is
1: correct. <laughs> Up next, entree number three.
0: Mexican dishes.
1: Yes. Meat, cheese, vegetables, tortilla. Street tacos? You already did street tacos, buddy. Okay, enchiladas? Enchiladas is correct. Entree number four. Meat, cheese, vegetables, tortilla.
2: Um,
1: don't know that one. Give him an X. I thought. mean, let's hear a buzzer, judge. All right, that was burrito. Okay. All right, tray. Entree number five. Meat, cheese vegetables tortilla quesadilla quesadilla is correct and one more meat cheese vegetable tortilla uh
0: ah, what was that yeah. one tag the chimichanga
1: chimichanga chimichanga all yeah. right well the joke is uh, is that all the mexican entrees the have the meat cheese vegetables and tortilla yeah <laughs> all right trey well good luck with you uh, on your uh, way to get that cdl license and maybe you can uh, drive that truck out to oklahoma city on october 13th because you got yourself two tickets to see jason Aldini at the paycom center who are you going to take with you smile lady hey now i'm sure she doesn't like you being called that what's her name Jessica. Jessica, you guys have a great weekend and uh have fun out there. All
0: right, appreciate it. Thanks. We'll hopefully see the rest of you in less than an hour as we've got Kane Brown tickets at 740.
2: 985 Bullseye Traffic from the Duval Plumbing Traffic Center.
0: Ninety-eight five the Bulls, 740. Kane Brown tickets. Good morning, Daniel.
1: How are you not in the best mood ever this morning? Um, we're gonna take your little son tonight to Kane's ballroom to see King Cabbage Brass Band. It'll be his first concert ever. Yeah. How are you not excited? What's the matter Uh, with you? I'm a
0: little bit worried because I found out that the, you know how they have openers at concerts, so even though it says like 7 o'clock, it's not really. I found out they start at 9.30. That is about two hours past his bedtime, so I don't think it's going to be He doesn't
1: have a bedtime. All right, you're going. That's right, I'm going. I'm excited and I'm happy. You're in charge of him then. All you're doing today is heavy sighs. This guy gets irritated and does what my dad did growing up. If ever he got aggravated, he would go, (sighs) and there's nothing I hate more than a heavy sigh. And you're laying him on thick this
0: morning. Daniel's all upset because he had to sign Yeah, how are you in once. a
1: terrible mood? At what, a milestone here for your little son?
0: I'm excited about that, but I'm not excited about the, let's say, the aftermath of how do we get him to bed after that, and then he, what's the night going to be like, and all this kind of stuff. See, you don't have to deal that, with that. That's why grandparents love their job. They get to see their grandkids, but they don't really have to do a whole lot if they don't want to. So
1: when you get done with the concert... Go home and say, hey, buddy, time for bed. And he'll get in bed, read a storybook, and fall asleep. <laughs> I need to write a book
0: about raising kids. Yeah, you really do. I've never
1: raised any, but I think I have a pretty good idea what to do.
0: should be called Do Not Read This Book. No, it would be called uh, Raising Kids by Daniel Baker. I should know. The childless Daniel Baker. <laughs> by the childless Daniel Baker. It's 98.5 The Bull in today's Hot Country with Tig and Daniel. It's 98.5 The Bull. Today's Hot Country with and Dano. I don't know. Maybe I get some help with this this morning. Uh, there's a saying that I heard, and I don't know what it means. You know, there are lots of sayings in life. You know, a penny saved is a penny earned and things like that. But uh, when you worked in New York for a while as mm-hmm. an intern. We were in college, but we had to move places to do internships in order to graduate. So Dana and I, for a period of time, were in New York together. You were at MTV. I was over at the David Letterman Show, and uh, David Letterman... Has a sister, and she came to New York to see her brother, her very famous brother. And uh, but he's a busy guy, you know. Back then, he was writing jokes and things, and so they had to choose somebody to give his sister a tour of the studio that David Letterman did his show out of. So I'm there in New York, and I get a call, and they're like, "Hey, Ty, uh, we would like for you to show David Letterman's sister around the studios." And I go, well, "That that sounds pretty cool, because m- mostly my job was reading mail." And so anything to get out of that, I was like, oh, yeah, I'll give Dave's sister i uh, I'll give Dave's sister a tour. So we do it, and then we go out there, and this is the stage where the Beatles performed and, you know, presidents have been. It's a pretty historic New York Broadway stage. And uh, and then the tour sort of wraps up, and uh, Letterman's sister looks at me and says, so this is the crabgrass in the yard of my life. And I thought that was a compliment. I said, oh, well, she must be, pr- I don't know what that means, but it sounds like maybe a good thing. She said, so this is the crabgrass in the yard of my life. So then I get on and Google it, and I can't find it anywhere. It's I'm like thinking, it doesn't exist.
1: I'm thinking you misheard that. I've never in my life heard anybody say any such a, a phrase or saying.
0: I'm guessing what it means is that she he was a pain in her side somehow because crabgrass, you don't want it in your yard. And she's saying, so this is the crabgrass of the yard of my life. Like, it ruins Maybe the lawn. Maybe she didn't
1: like the, the
0: notoriety of being David Letterman's sister. I, I don't know. Or or that people in the family, because he was a huge celebrity, grab it. Like, she, you know, it's like being the uh, youngest. And the shadow of and David the Letterman. the shadow I of, uh, so I don't know if you have any uh, insight into that. Was she, was she telling me she didn't like David? Or was she, is that a compliment somehow? I, I don't know. Anyway, if you got any insight, 918-879-9898, 98, 98, 918, 9, wait, what's the number? What is going on with
2: you today, man? <laughs>
0: 918-879-9898. If you could maybe help us. There might be like a teacher out there that knows what this means. Might be an insult. Daniel, you are the crabgrass in the yard of my life. <laughs> you was <were. laughs> <It's... laughs> Oh uh, Daniel's got a little sour attitude this morning. I it's, do not. Yeah, you do. It's 985 the bull today's hot country Kane Brown at 7:40 this morning. Uh Daniel is I'm, all been out of shape right now. I'm
1: in quite a good mood. I'm excited about taking your son to Kane's ballroom tonight for his very first concert. That band we love King Cabbage Brass Band is playing there and we and I'm excited. And I was excited and I was very happy this morning. Listen to music in the shower, very happy to get up and I get to work and you're in a foul disposition. That's crazy. uh, You're sensitive. I was talking to somebody on the phone a second ago. Uh, Somebody called up, was talking about uh, their bakery, Amy's Sweet Treats, and I was talking to her and you felt like the phone call went on too long. No, that's not what happened. And uh, then you start doing this and I can't stand it because my dad used to do this. You did a heavy sigh. You did a (sighs) And I hate it. I hate when people do that. Do you like a heavy sigh?
0: Not particularly.
1: And I bet you do this at home too to your son and wife. I bet you're the heavy sire of the house.
0: Yeah, because I'm not, like, one to go into the room and be like, hey, what's going on? You're driving me crazy. I just go, <sighs> and uh, everybody hates that. Everybody hates it.
1: And there's one thing that I do that I know that you irrationally hate.
0: And I this is my number one with you. I hate it when you do this. We'll be in a social situation. I'm nervous already or something, and we're maybe meeting somebody important. And, you know, you get a little bit off your game a little bit, especially if you're nervous to be around somebody. And I'll be like, so, uh, you know, what do you like to do for fun? And Daniel's just smirking at me because he he can tell I'm just dying. Mm -hmm. And so he starts smirking at me, and it makes it twice as bad because now I'm already nervous, and now Daniel's over there ooh. I I, uh, irrationally hate a heavy sigh. You irrationally hate a smirk. (sighs) Yeah.
1: You you can't stand a smirk, and sometimes he'll be doing a a radio break on the air, and I'll look at him, and I'm just smirking because he's flailing and can't find it the way Al or he's having stop, a hard time. I'll stop the show. I'll go, what are you smirking at? Yeah, you, you hate it. I hate it. You so have an irrational hatred of it.
0: We wanted to know from you guys.
1: What are these things that uh, that you have in your life that you irrationally hate? Like, you're a normal person. You're fine. But if somebody does this to you, like a smirk or a heavy sigh, it just drives you up the wall. You know what? I I, know, I bet I know another one that you hate. Oh, 918 I bet... I bet all couples hate this when their spouse does the old, uh, the other one's driving the old. Oh, that's crazy. What is that? What would you call that? A startle?
0: Yeah, I'll be driving the car. You know, my wife says I can't drive well, Mm -hmm. but she always makes me drive. So I'm like, you know, why don't you just drive? But she'll see something on Facebook when she's in the passenger seat and she'll go. (gasps) And I'm like thinking like, I'm about to die. What, what do I not see that she's seeing on the roadway? What is that called? The gasp? The, the audible over-the-top gasp over nothing. And it makes you irrationally angry. Yeah. Hey, it's Saiga
1: Daniel. Who's this? Uh, this is uh, Chris Jordan. Chris Jordan, what is it uh, that you irrationally hate when somebody
2: does? It's not a, a, a movement somebody makes. It's more like when somebody, you're, you text them something and they respond and say,
1: K. You know what? That's a good one. I, I don't like a K either. Just don't say anything.
2: Yeah, either just have a response or don't respond. Yeah, (laughs) this happened to me
0: yesterday. I worked hard on a text. I actually worked hard on a text like I was sending an email, like it'll make sure it made sense for everybody. And I sent this out, uh, and I'd come up with this long thing, and then people were like, K, thumbs up. I hate the thumbs up, too. The thumbs Thumbs up's got to go. I don't like that. The thumbs up is worse than the K. Well, thanks for the call. He's like, he's listening and calling at this yeah, time. He's trying to listen to himself <laughs> and talk to us. All right. 918 8799898. 918
1: I bet uh, another irrational thing when you're in an argument with your spouse or your boyfriend or girlfriend and like you said you type out a long thing and then they, you hit him with that thumbs up. That's what
0: yeah, I hate that. Like if I if I wrote you, yeah, like kind of an eloquent message, like also send a sort of eloquent response, right? thumbs up. Not Mm-mm. I get what he's saying about the K. Like, either say, okay. K. Ugh. It's not very committal, is it? 918-879-9898. Good morning, guys. 98.5 The Bull Weather. Provided by Community Care.
1: Your locally owned health plan.
0: Daniel's all uh, been out of shape. He is a He's a sour little guy this morning because uh, I sighed earlier when he said something. I could go... And you said that's like you hate it. Your dad used to do that, so you hate it when people sigh at you. I was in a
1: good mood this morning. It's Friday. We're taking your son uh, to a concert tonight at Kane's Ballroom for an all-ages show. That King Cabbage Brass Band we love is playing. And I'm in a great mood, and I come in here, and I'm talking on the phone to a a, a caller. And uh, I guess Tyke thought the call went on a little too long. Well, we weren't on the air. This was off the air. And uh, he starts heavy sighing this. (sighs) And I can't stand it when he does it.
0: You're a man's man if a sigh gets you going.
1: A uh, sigh gets you going. Also, I think we both agreed that a smirk, somebody smirking at uh, you. I
0: don't like that. When, when you're you... trying to make a point or something, they start yeah. smirking. I, oh, I don't care for that. We got somebody now, Do you know Who's yeah. this? Uh, my name is Dylan.
1: Dylan, what does somebody do that makes you irrationally angry? All right. So if they're chewing gum and we're at a restaurant and they roll it up or they put it on their plate, man, i, I it ruins
0: my entire night. It's a disgusting like, it's, thing.
2: It's it's and or or they, yeah, they roll it up and it's just like a little ball of just chewed up spit just a yeah. rubber ball of chewed up spit man like and who are you that, hanging out with what, that
1: that puts that right on their plate
2: um where do I start man I I got ten I got ten people
1: that do that they're <laughs> friends I let them know about it and now I think they just do it man now, this guy gets loses his mind over juicy fruit.
0: That's hey, exactly. It's juicy fruit. <laughs> all right, thanks for the call, man. <laughs> hey, good morning. It's Ty Dino What's your name? Hi, my name is Brittany.
1: Brittany, what is it that somebody okay. does that you irrationally just hate? You can't stand it. When people hit
2: reply all to office emails.
1: Ooh, I don't like a bunch of emails either. I hate an email chain. Okay.
2: You're suddenly in a group text that you didn't ask for. And it's like everybody talking, like somebody just sent out an email to just let you know, and then people start hitting reply all. And I just, I hate the reply all button. I don't know why. It's
0: annoying. Related to this, Daniel, there's also something else about an email that I don't like. And maybe I'm just being a huge baby on this. But if somebody goes out of town and they say, they'll send out an email to people that are pertinent to the company to this. They'll say, by the way, I'm going to be out next week. And then they will go on to tell you where they're going. I was like, "Well, I'm going to be going to uh Disney World with my kids. And then we are going to shoot over to to another little pool area." I- I'm like, "Just you're gone next week. I don't need to know everything you're doing." <laughs> the oversharers in
2: the email. A little
0: bit. Yeah. Like I kind of feel
1: like that. That doesn't yeah. bother me. What bothers me is the CC, little CC tattletales that will CC oh, the boss. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, CC rat? Oh, yeah. I don't like a rat. That's a, a
2: good one. When they, when they email you, but they'll CC your supervisor. Yeah, I don't like that. Yeah, that's a that little CC tattletale what I call it. <laughs> yeah, it is. You're right. It's a little rat status right there. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So
0: you don't CC?
1: I hate a CC. And I, everybody has to do that now in today's world because they've got to have a little paper trail in case somebody gets in trouble and they go, mm-hmm. no, 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 look at this. Now, a little CC. A little CC here.
0: Good morning. Who's this? Hi, this is
1: Jill. Jill, what's that thing that somebody does that you just irrationally hate?
2: The thumbs up.
1: The thumbs I told up. my
2: big brother. Yeah, I was in the hospital and uh, oh, had boy. a seizure. Uh-oh. So I went to the hospital, and um, they did an MRI on my back because I arched my back so bad it fractured my vertebrae. But anyway, um, he uh, did an MRI on my brain to see why I had the seizure, and they found a tumor the size uh, a little bit larger than a golf ball. So I once I you know, kinda got my senses about me when I was in the hospital. I called my brother to let him know and uh but he didn't answer his phone, so I just left him a message. Um he was celebrating his wife's birthday. And anyway, um so he texted me later and asked me if I was out of the hospital and I said text back said yes. He gave me a thumbs up. Didn't ask me how I was doing <laughs> or or anything. That's that just real. hurt my feelings so bad. And I think that's yeah, that's just thumbs up in a situation like that, is not at all cool.
0: I'm, I'm with I'm with it's, you on that. Uh, one. Yeah, that's like the that king cum. of not doing thumbs up on that particular subject. There.
2: Yeah. That, How are you now? It's just, oh, I'm fine. I mean, the cancerous was non. It, it was non-cancer, mm-hmm. so that's a blessing. And, uh, you know, they said take, it a, take a year to heal, so it's been a year. Well, last July was a year, and I went back, and there's nothing there, so thank goodness. Thumbs up. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> Yeah, thumbs up on that one. You bet. 98.5 Bullseye Traffic from the Duval Plumbing Traffic Center.
0: Ah, Friday morning, in a good mood already, but imagine that mood being improved if you had Dane Brown tickets in your hand. Today's Bullfight, Daniel.
1: It's a very special Bullfight tag. It's the Battle of the Beefcakes. We've got Carl calling from Bristow, taking on Travis from Tulsa, and Travis also has his son, Tegan. Am I saying that right, Travis? Yes, sir. Uh, So it's uh, three gentlemen today now competing. For all these right. Kane Brown tickets uh, You guys like animals? Yes all right, Carl Not likes, really, no okay, Carl <laughs> likes animals, Travis and Tega do not like animals But I've got today some animals And all the animals start with the letter B For Brown uh, Whoever identifies the most animals Out of 10 questions Wins the 98.5 The Bull Fight And we will begin all with right. Carl This is a honey maker A B B is correct Travis and Tegan, it could be a grizzly or polar. Bear. Bear is correct. We are tied up one to one. Carl, earlier in its life, it's a caterpillar. Butterfly. Butterfly is correct. Travis and Tegan, wild pig. Boar. Boar is correct. Correct the Battle of the Beefcakes is tied up this morning on 98.5 The Bull. What tension. Carl, this is a flying mammal. A bat. Bat is correct. Travis, national bird of the United States. Bald eagle. Bald eagle is correct. Three to three. Two questions to go. Carl. In America, they're called buffalo. Bison. Bison is correct. Travis and Tegan. Venomous spider with a red hourglass on its back.
2: Black Widow. Black Whoa. Widow. Tegan with the wind. Black Tegan Widow Tegan is
1: correct. We are tied up. So nice. Tegan with four the steel. to four. Final <laughs> question. Carl, large old world monkey with sharp canines. Baboon? Baboon is correct. (laughs) Travis Antagon. Male bovine. Male bovine. We're lost, man. Carl's got it. It was bull. I can't, oh, I can't believe the Battle of the Beefcakes ended like this. You've got uh, uh-huh. Carl, who has now defeated Travis and his 12-year-old son, Tegan. Travis is also a Tulsa police officer. Carl, you can hold on to these tickets, or you can give these tickets to Travis and Tegan this morning, father and son. Uh, it's completely up to you. Travis, why should Carl give you the tickets?
2: You know, actually, I think Carl should keep the tickets um,
1: just because. He won fair and square, and um, yeah, it was a good game, uh, although I think the Bison-Buffalo question was
0: really too easy, but that's on you guys. Yes, yeah, right. Daniel's fault. He wrote the contest, officer. Carl,
1: what decision will you make? Will you hold on to these tickets, or will you give them to Travis and his son? Uh, I'm What's that? I'm going to keep the tickets. Dang. Father and son, he's a police officer. Carl still stingily keeps the tickets. Because you know what? You want them fair and square in the Battle of the Beefcakes. Am I right,
0: fellas? We'll be back. We'll be back. We're not down and out. Hey, shout out to Tegan, man. Coming in there, uh... With a strong answer there. So we got close, guys. So, Tegan, I appreciate you listening. As Dad says, he's a big fan of ours. Tegan, hope you have a great day at school. Have a great weekend. Yeah,
1: I noticed Travis is like, yeah, Tegan loves you guys. Uh, meanwhile, Travis doesn't care for us. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Travis is like,
1: my well, son loves you. Thank you, Tegan. <laughs> Travis, did you want hey, to You guys are going to have to write him a note being late. Uh-oh. I can do it. All right, I'll haul
0: it. Well, right, I appreciate you guys. it, guys. The battle of the beefcakes has been decided, and uh, we're back in just a little bit with something called sensual shoutouts, where you can hear your name on the radio. Daniel's written shoutouts. Just follow us or like us on Facebook now, so we know that you're listening. And then I prepare for your shoutout just after eight. It's Tiger Daniel T I G and Daniel on Facebook. It's 98.5 The Bull. Well, we all know the Tulsa Kings renewed for a second season. I was pretty excited about that. And uh, I was kind of thought, Dan, when they did that casting call, that, I, you know, it might be fun to go down there for a day and see if I could get on the show, you know, as an extra or something. Um, you, then you are mean to me and you said, Tig, I don't think they want a sickly man, you know. You
1: would you would be on there if they had, like, a casting call for, like, weird-looking guy. You know how, like, sometimes <laughs> they have to have a weird-looking guy? Yeah, they do. And it's probably hurts some actor's feelings when they're like, hey, we need weird-looking people. And then they have to call and be like, hey, I'm... Kind of a weird looking you know, guy. I got, I'm messed up, man. Tig looks like if you've never seen him, if you look up Steve Buscemi on the internet, that's what Tig looks like. Exactly what he looks like. <laughs> hey, uh, that guy's a great actor. Thank you for the compliment. Have you ever noticed that whenever I tell people you look like Steve Buscemi, they don't they
0: don't disagree. They go, no, they Yeah, I go, can see it. They Yeah, they go, Uh huh. <laughs> and I go, What, what do you mean, uh huh? Like you're supposed to say no. Um, but anyway, we found out Tulsa King Two is coming back, but it's not coming back to Oklahoma. They decided to film it elsewhere now. So even though it's Tulsa King, they're not going to film it here. And then the production company released a statement saying, well, it's a competitive thing out there. Some states give better incentives or something, like maybe Georgia gave them a sweetheart deal or something to go film it over there. But then you think there might be more to it.
1: I heard rumblings that it was just too hot.
0: The Tulsa Heat, you know how it is in the summer here. Still, Sylvester Stallone's on record, and they said, you know, how do you like Oklahoma? And he, he said good things, but he says, man, I think it's just, it's so hot there. And uh, so maybe, and I would imagine with like all that makeup they have to put on you and if, you know, they're riding around in those uh, SUVs, it's got to be hot as hell in there, right? And the SUVs with the air conditioning? Well, a lot of times they have the window down and stuff and I could see like the makeup and sweat being a total okay. mess. We're going to get you some help, buddy.
1: What? It's probably pretty cool inside the
0: car. Anyway, so Is it going to bother can, you
1: that it's not filmed in Tulsa?
0: It might change it a little bit because part of me was like, I do like this show, but also like the, you know, I'm seeing things that I- you know, pass every day at work. What they're going to do is they're going to send a camera crew here. I, I guarantee mm-hmm. you this, and they'll do a bunch of exterior shots and you know that kind of stuff. So it'll still look like it's in Tulsa. But, but you they're realize not other
1: shows are not actually filmed in the places. Like for example, Star Trek. What? Not really in space.
0: I'm never watching it again.
1: But I do know what you're getting at. Like Breaking Bad taking place in Albuquerque, and they shot it in Albuquerque. Right. It did add something to it in yeah, my opinion. Yeah, yeah,
0: yes. But uh, Tulsa King uh, will be back, but not here in Oklahoma as far as filming goes.
2: 98.5 Bullseye traffic from the Duval Plumbing Traffic Center.
1: And there are some wrecks on the road to avoid. An injury crash on Yale at
2: 21st. Another one on 31st, just east of 169. And yet another westbound BA just past Memorial. That is slowing down traffic there. I'm Carly Rush, and that's a quick look at your traffic.
0: All right, I can tell. I can just... Seeing your eyes, Daniel, you're very sensual this morning. Don't be looking at
1: my eyes, Darren Sensual. Shout out, Doug. That's a... HR
0: violation. I want eye contact the whole nah, time you do these shout-outs.
1: Listen, uh, follow us on Facebook, Tige and Daniel, T-I-G-E and Daniel. You can send us a message if you have a dedication. Heck, you can even call in at 918-879-9898. Anything goes this Friday morning. A very sensual good morning to Jose Martinez. Tige, let me plug his business, Martinez Lawn Care.
0: Also, he says uh, to his hardworking girlfriend, Jennifer, who I love very much. His past five years have been amazing with her and all that so, all
1: right, Jose, ooh, girl, you must work at Raising Cane's because I want to see you chicken strip.
0: Oh, my God. Hey, now,
1: very sensual oh right. good morning to Stacey Rankin's Mallory Horner. Ooh, girl, my clothes are like Valentine's Day candy right now, 75% off.
0: Guilty feet of God, no rhythm, but though it's easy to pretend. I know you're not a fool. I know you're not a
1: fool, Sierra Spears. Sensual, good morning to Ryan Wilson. Ooh, girl, I must be a Chinese spy balloon in the club because you always shoot me down. <laughs> a very, very good. sensual good morning to Tesla Harper. Ooh, girl, if your booty was social media, it would be called thick talk.
0: Oh my God, Dana, please, uh, Gina Blevins. Good morning and very Central Friday to you. Amanda Saunders says, "I uh, love you guys." right now and I love this station Amanda Saunders thank you so much Lisa wants a shout out for Laura and Megan can you do a double shout out yeah why not all right a very sensual
1: good morning to who was it Laura Laura and Megan Megan. Ooh, girl I gotta say your name before a meal cuz you a blessing
0: I'm never gonna dance again guilty feet of God no rhythm though it's easy to pretend I know you're not a fool. I know you're not a fool. Angela Ketchner, do you have more messages? Yeah, man. Sensual um, shout-out to my loving husband, Norman, from his wife, BJ. I you love know. him.
1: Very central. good morning to Eddie Taylor. Ooh, girl, you must be a scandalous emoji because I want to plant a... I want to eggplant a kiss on you. Oh, okay. Why do you always send me that emoji? I don't get it. I don't
0: do that. Laurie Hicks also says, hey, you guys are hilarious. She wants a shout-out. Good morning to you. Ryan says shout-out to his wife, Chelsea Wilson. Hello, Chelsea. Chelsea, ooh, girl.
1: You must be a full bladder because you make me happy.
0: Can, Can I go? What do you mean? Like, Can I go home?
1: What else do you have? Is there more? You seem like you're having a hard time oh. over there.
0: I'm just trying to sift through the uh, folks here. And, uh,
1: a very sensual good morning to uh, somebody wants to shout out their mom, Natalie. Ooh, girl. You must be a seafood restaurant because we belong John Silver's together.
0: <laughs> I don't think that would work in a club, but I liked it.
1: And finally, a very sensual good morning to Lisa Bishop. Ooh, girl. You must be Bobby Fisher, because I'm always trying to see your chest.
2: 98.5 Bullseye Traffic from the Duval Plumbing Traffic
0: Center. 98.5 The Bull in today's hot country. Welcome to Did You See, where we take a look at what the heck's going on around the world. And right here in Tulsa, brought to you by Eye Care Associates of South Tulsa. Dana, what did you see?
1: What did I see? Yeah. Oh, well, I got you. Did you see that... Um, uh, the Hobby Club based out of Illinois might have had one of its balloons shot down by the Air Force over Alaska. So we're seeing a lot of news about balloons getting shot out of the air. We're assuming that they're all spy balloons, but turns out like three of them that have been shot down are not mm-hmm. spy balloons. Uh, Joe Biden addressed the country yesterday, and here's what he had to say. I
2: know exactly what these three objects were, but nothing right now suggests they were related to China's spy balloon program or that they were surveillance vehicles from other, any other country. The intelligence community's current assessment is that these three objects were most likely balloons tied to private companies, recreation, or research institutions studying weather or conducting other scientific research. So they, uh
0: they got a little trigger happy, didn't they? They're we're down balloons they didn't need to shoot down. You know, um, I know that there's a lot of research facilities that release a balloon once a day. Every day they'll release it, and then you see, like, if you're a pilot, you can't fly that way that day. Um, so they may have been just shooting down, you know, a university doing atmospheric tests or something. Or in that case, just
1: some people that was their hobby is to let yeah. one of these balloons go. worries me because that's uh, wasting a lot of money. How much does a missile cost?
0: That the AIM-9X, whatever that thing is, they use about 350000 every time you pull the trigger. And that's just the missile. How much does it cost to gas up the fighter jet? Oh, I mean, this operation probably costs a half million dollars every time they do it, right? All right. Probably so more than that, too. Not crazy about that.
1: Also, did you see this? I've got a clip here between a a tense exchange between a passenger and a flight attendant. When you fly somewhere, Tig, and you have to make a connecting flight, do you feel like they should allow you to go before everybody else if you're at the back of the plane?
0: I've seen – the airlines don't do it as policy, but I have seen where people recognize that somebody's in a major – rush and they will step aside so that person just out of the goodness of their heart
1: well this interaction i guess is between some people that feel like an hour is not enough time to make it through the airport and uh, this gets pretty tense you have an hour it's not that hard believe me
2: i'm not gonna have you make the, all these other people get mad now call over that gate and i won't let them not let you get on the plane if you don't settle down i, think you don't I understand i place. i live here i work here i know how big the airport is do and you? you, do you live now? here you also know that our flight was, was canceled twice? Well, I don't know about that one, long. but I know this one's
1: leaving it at 4 o'clock. It's 3 o'clock. You have one hour to get there. And if you don't settle down, I'm going to have somebody take you off this aircraft, but it's not going to be going to your next one. You understand me?
2: You're not the only people on this aircraft.
1: Now, I don't think the lady should have been able to uh, skip everybody, but also he seems a little irate. I don't know what's led up to this, but he seems like he's in pretty bad mood.
0: He might have had a bad day anyway, and that just set him off. It is stressful, though. I mean, how many times have you landed? And you're like, oh, we landed 20 minutes late, so now i only got 40 minutes to get to my next gate. And, you know, big airports like DFW, you got the train and all that stuff. I can you see know, that's a little stressful.
1: But an hour, though, you can make it through. Just, I would say, any airport in an hour.
0: Also, did you see this, Daniel, that there's a ranking of the drunkest states and the least drunkest states? And I'll, I'll give you a hint. Oklahoma is on the list. Oklahoma is either one of the drinkingest states or one of the least drinkingest states. Which do you think it is? I would say maybe one of the more drinkingest states. It's the least drunk state in the whole country. Is that because we have uh, medical marijuana dispensaries here? I don't know if people, like, replace one vice with another. Maybe there's something to that. But uh, the number one drunk state, it's always northern states. Um, This one, South Dakota, is the number one drunk state. But if you look into this at all, for whatever reason, people that get closer and closer to the 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 North Pole, or in some cases, the South Pole, those people drink so much. And they think it's because the sunlight, it's dark there for such a long time during the winter. And it's cold, and you don't see the sun, and you start drinking. Mm-hmm. And so Alaska's got a problem with it. Canada has some challenges. Greenland, anywhere close to that North Pole has challenges. But uh, Oklahoma, I guess because we're warm and Although the weather's crazy. Can you do the other 49 states, please? I can. Would you like to hear them in order? <laughs> I
1: wish you would. I, I wish st- you would stop it down and do this for about 20 minutes.
0: And I'll mention a state that I'm used on that state for a while. We'll please do go through 50 do it. states. Please. What else you got, Daniel? That's all I got, pal. It's 98.5 The Bull. Today's hot country with Tig and Daniel.
1: 98.5 The Bull Weather. Provided by Community Care your
0: locally owned health plan. 98.5 The Bull. Today's Hot Country with Tyg. And good morning there, Daniel. It's a very
1: exciting day, Tyg. Today I will go get a haircut mm. when I get off of work. And uh, at the end of the haircut, the guy always goes, you want me to wash that for you? Want me to give you a shampoo? Mm-hmm. I always decline. Do you enjoy a, a, another man shampooing your hair?
0: Well, I don't usually ask for it, and they usually always ask. Um, but last time, you're going to the same guy I went to one time. Yeah. And he did it, but he really kind of said, no, 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 no. I really want to get the loose hair out of there before you walk out of here. Mm-hmm. As you know what it is? You really can't tell how your haircut looks until you wash it and get it going again. And he just insisted and then he like I had some kind of brush that massaged my scalp and I actually enjoyed it. It was pretty good. That's what I was going to that's what I was thinking is like it starts out as a shampooing and then somewhere along the way it turns into a head massage. Uh, yeah, and I didn't uh-huh. know that. First time I got it and there's a dude like rubbing my temples yeah. I'm like oh, what is going on? And it makes me a little uncomfortable. I don't know why.
1: So I, I normally decline the shampoo, but well, you get it today. But last time I declined it, I was like, no, I, you know, I don't need that. I, I'm about to go home anyway. And he goes, well, have you ever had one of my shampoos? I was like, yeah, it's a great shampoo, but are you gonna do it today? I don't think so. Why? It's I a- don't know. I don't like it. It's not about it being another man or anything like that. I just don't like a massage in general. I get uncomfortable.
0: You mean it doesn't feel good, or you mean like you just feel uncomfortable? Someone else rubbing you. I
1: think that. I think that. Okay. Like if I go get a massage uh, at a masseuse. I feel bad that some poor lady's got to touch my milky white body for an hour.
0: <laughs> I, does, do you like a massage? Uh, I am uncomfortable. I mean, I remember the, I've gotten one once ever, mm-hmm. and I went in, and I didn't know what to expect. And then kind of like a doctor's office, they bring you down a hallway, and they give you a room or whatever. And I get into the room, and they said, we'll give you a moment. Disrobe to your comfort level. And I thought, well, I'm already super comfortable, uncomfortable. Uh, I don't know. And what do they mean? Do I... Like, they need to tell me what I need to do because I didn't know how many clothes I was supposed to take off, if I overdid it, underdid it. I always need clear instructions, too, because anybody that's ever gotten
1: a massage has that point. Do you go, hmm, do I need to get completely nude or leave something on? And I've tried it both ways. <laughs> <You did. laughs> yeah.